Hey everybody, what's going on? It's me, Keenan Jerome Floyd, with another episode of Dangerously Awkward. I'm doing videos now, so hopefully we'll be able to uh, make this a little bit more exciting than usual. I know you guys are enjoying my voice, you know, all 15 of you. I think the number went down since last week. But yeah, we're going to be, I don't know, trying something new, trying something different. I'm always awkward when I have to be on camera. I've been trying to do Facebook Lives and all that stuff recently because I'm late to the social media game. Not very good at it. Not at all, especially when I got a spitball. But we'll see how it goes this time. On this episode, we're on episode six, I believe. We're going to be talking about uh, being a Brooke artist. So if that's your thing, sit back and relax and enjoy this episode of Dangerously Awkward. Uh, hello, everybody. It's me, Keenan Jerome Floyd, back with another episode of Dangerously Awkward. Um, I would like to thank everybody that's been listening so far. There's a few of you out there. Um that let me know how you enjoy my episodes my uh my guest from last week isn't here right now because he's at home sleeping so i think i need to just go ahead and just do this podcast on my own well this episode on my own um how are you guys doing how was your weekend this past weekend i was in san francisco i did eight Sold-out shows, comedy shows. Um, first of all, I'd like to give a shout-out to Stroyd Moyd and hashtag Hella Funny. They're doing some phenomenal work up in the comedy scene up in San Francisco. Packed-out shows every night. It was great to be able to perform in front of people because God knows that here in L.A., if you're not performing at a comedy club, ain't nobody going to see your ass, which is uh, ironic considering they say, uh, Los Angeles is a place you need to be to be seen. I think it's the place you need to be not to be seen, but you know, that's neither here nor there, but we had some great shows. I, I, uh, co-headlined with my homeboy on the Malik. Well, he's not really my homeboy. We've only known each other for a few weeks, but we got the work in. Um, so I would like to thank everyone in San Francisco that came out to see me keep up to date, uh, with my shows coming up. I got more shows coming up. Uh, so just go to my website, KeenanJeromeFloyd.com, and, uh, you can also follow me on Instagram at Dangerously Awkward. You should definitely do that. Follow me on Instagram. I probably won't follow you back because I need to keep the ratios down, but, uh, yeah, definitely follow me on Instagram, um, so that we can get this done. You know, San Francisco is an interesting place. That place is a goofy-ass place. I don't know if you guys, um, I've been noticing this uh, lately, especially since I've been living, you know, living in like Philly and, and New York City and, and Los Angeles and now San Francisco. These extremely, uh, these cities where there's like goofy <laughs> liberal like white people with man buns, they're weird. They're like uncomfortable places for me for some reason, because it's like you tell a joke. And then people want to get offended by it, even though the joke is true. 
like the joke is based on something true and it's not really that controversial. Like I was talking, I made a reference to R. Kelly in my set one night and people were trying to act like they were offended because a Lifetime special came out. We've known about R. Kelly for 20 years. I mean, his video of him with him pissing on that girl came out, what, 20 years ago? So, I mean, we've known about this. We just got to do something about it. That's that's really what the issue is. We're not really, you know, doing anything about it. How do you think I feel? I have to watch Space Jam on mute now. Like, that's, that's not fun. But, I mean... I almost think I almost think that that a lot of, a lot of this outrage is selective because um, Brian Singer, for example, the same week that Brian Singer has been accused by multiple young men of raping them when they were teenagers, and he just got hired to direct um, Red uh, Sonja. Is it Sonja or Sonia? Sonja, you know, from Conan the Barbarian. Somebody look that up and tell me how to pronounce it in the comment section. But yeah, um, he just got hired. He's getting paid $10 million to direct another movie. So where's the outrage over him? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying... I'm not saying... Um, I'm not saying that R. Kelly's any better because he's not. R. Kelly needs to go to jail. But the law seemed to be in these in these guys' favor. I don't know, it's just weird. It's a weird feeling. But um what I was talking about was, you know, like people were were trying to act like they were upset that I was talking about R. Kelly for a brief five seconds in my set. But then I walked down the street the next day and there's a group of white kids singing Kendrick Lamar lyrics. All of the Kendrick Lamar lyrics. I don't know. Outrage is selective. That's just how I feel. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, I enjoyed San Francisco. I will definitely be back. People need to... Yeah, I'll let you know when I'm going back to San Francisco. Home of the Golden Gate Bridge and Spanish Pizza. I went to... Um, so, I got back. I'm trying to get some tapes. Because I want to do the Just for Laughs and the ABFF Comedy Festivals. I need to get some some videos of me doing stand-up so I can submit them. Lots going on right now. You know, struggling, trying. I'm back in L.A. where I'm performing in front of two people. So, uh, that's the, all the part about being a broke artist. Broke. If you haven't listened to this podcast before... Um, I talk about my life now as a former Jehovah's Witness, which means I'm not a Jehovah's Witness now, but a lot of choices that I made in the 30 years of me being involved in the religion actually is affecting my life now. Um, one of the things that Jehovah's Witnesses teach you to be is humble. That's very important. Humble, humbleness. I think everyone should be humble, but they also mean you should be humble for financially as well. Like, uh, there was a time that uh we were discouraged to of going to college right um but fortunately i went to college i went to penn state and i studied computer science i wanted to go to film school but i was wasn't allowed to do that because you know that's too much satan stuff so i uh i ended up going to to uh 
Penn State for computer science. I got out, and immediately after I graduated, I moved to the Dominican Republic to be a missionary, and I was there for 10 years, right? So I never really had, like, a stable job within those 10 years. And, you know, I would say, you know, I taught English while I was down there. I did, you know, other things every now and then, but nothing, like, really stable. But, you know, I was doing the Lord's work down in the Dominican Republic, you know, helping people learn about Jesus. And then I eventually uh, learned that their religion is rum, weed, and big booty bitches. And then I learned a lot about myself. I was easily converted to their religion. So now I, I got this fellowship. I got excommunicated. I got kicked out. And now I'm start basically starting over. And now when I want, now that I want to move into entertainment, that makes it even more difficult because I don't have a cent to my name. So every time I do a gig for free, I, my bank accounts, you know, you know, when I talk about this, my friends, uh, you know, I, I have to tell people, I say, uh, I was talking to somebody yesterday. I said, yo, keep that negativity out of my life. And my bank account didn't say shit back to me. Cause you know, my bank account is in the negative. Um, that's embarrassing when you go places when you go to like fat burger and you're trying to get, uh, you know, some wings and juicy, delicious burger and your taste buds are ready to go and all that stuff. And all of a sudden the person behind the counter says, oh, your card has been declined. And you're like, what? Then you have to go home and eat crackers if you have any. It's not it's not easy being broke, man. Um, I mean, they, the importance of being humble like teaching people to be humble is one thing, but I mean, it's like you can be humble, you can be humble, but still great at the same time. Um, like, for example, you know, the, I know a lot of window washers and janitors that were Jehovah's Witnesses, you know, trying barely trying to make it. But the church encourages you to give money to the church, you know, give money to the church so that they can all be, uh, you know, they can all the churches can look nice and the people that run the churches uh, full-time can look nice and have jewelry and stuff like that so i mean i don't know and but it's weird because like rich people that come into the church um they get they seem to get a pass because they get publicity you know like michael jackson was a witness before he left prince was a witness until he died the the williams sisters were uh were not baptized but they were born in marquise houston from sister sister and um immature uh is a witness now, which is kind of weird because I followed him on Facebook for a little bit and he was like still doing the Hollywood stuff, but he was like Jehovah all day, every day, J J dub a F. I'm like, I don't think this is appropriate, but, um, it's, uh, it's weird. It's weird when you see those things, when you came, when you were in and, you know, I was trying to do comedy and do movies and stuff, but you know, that wasn't really encouraged. So I had to stop doing that shit. But um, I'm back at it now, you know what I mean? And don't and don't get me wrong. Um, I uh, I grew up in in a you know in a very nice, you know my my dad was like a doctor, then he was an accountant. So my dad my dad made good money. My family made good money. You know we were the black people in an all white town, but we were rich black people in an all white town. You know everyone else was poor. That was pretty dope for me. So like I always had like a high self esteem. This is the first time I've never been ain't shit in my life 
You know what I mean? Like, all my family's successful. Like, I was just staying with my cousin in San Francisco. She's a successful uh, 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 pediatrician. You know, she, she, she has successful friends. I got another cousin who used to play for in the NFL. He played for the Panthers, the Bills, and the uh, Jets. Now he's a successful preacher in Florida. I got, other, I got another cousin that's like a, a successful counselor. And uh, I got, you know, people in my family are making $100,000 a year. My sister has her own business. And I'm telling jokes on the bus and eating tuna on crackers. First time in my life I ain't shit. Oh, boy. But uh, that's why I need uh, support. So you guys just uh, keep supporting me and keep following me and all that stuff and uh, come to my comedy shows. That's all I ask. That's basically all I wanted to talk about. So uh, this is my first video. I'm going to do more videos. Um, so I guess I hope you guys enjoyed this. This was kind of an awkward video, uh, an awkward podcast, but at the same time, it was also dangerous. So uh, follow me on Instagram, Dangerously Awkward. Check out my website, kenanjeromefoyt.com. Uh, Join my mailing list. And thank you for listening to this episode of Dangerously Awkward, and I will catch you all later.